podcast world. Welcome back to our podcast for today. Yeah, welcome back, guys. My name is Maddie. I am Kayla. And you are listening to POV, where we offer our point of view on different topics of regarding Jesus, um, church, college ministry, all of the above. Yeah. Um, so, so glad we're here. Thanks for joining in. Yeah, we're excited to be back. And drinking in mugs like we always do. Cheers. <laughs> that ASMR though. Yeah. Uh, what does your mug look like, Maddie? So my mug is... Actually, why don't you share this? Yeah, that's so valid. So basically, I I have a TJ Maxx situation right now where I go and so I true. buy some things and it's really fun. If I check her location, she's most likely at TJ Maxx. (laughs) I think I've been there a lot, but it's okay. So anyway, um, I found these, this pair of mugs, like they stack on top of each other. Look, you can see. I love how you said, look, you can see. (laughs) And then you can't see. They can't see anything. Well, when we post the mug shot, we'll stack them. Exactly. Um, But yeah, they stack on top of each other. And mine is yellow with a white smiley face, and then yours matches. Mine's white with a yellow smiley face. Yeah. Which now I'm looking at it, and it's, like, kind of staring into my soul. (laughs) Like, you know? I guess that's fair. (laughs) Like, it does kind of give some creepy vibes if you look too long. So just close your eyes, tilt your head, hold it really far away from your face, and it's really cute. Yeah. It's actually really cute. You'll see it. You'll see it. Um, but yeah, we are drinking out of those today, and I think I bought them for $6, like, the, the, the set. That's a deal. It's a deal, so I'm telling you, that's why I go to TJ Maxx all the time. Yeah, <laughs> got some deals. honestly. So, yeah, long story short, we might even move into Home Goods yet, next, because... No, that's too expensive. <laughs> too expensive. That's so true. So, today, we are doing something a little different. Changing it up. Yeah, we just decided to turn the mic on and let the spirit move. Um, Truly. (laughs) Give a little bit of life updates as well, and yeah, just see kind of where the conversation went. Um, So yeah, that's what we're going to do today. We don't have a single bit of outline or topic or anything. Like, we did not plan anything for this. We've been kind of like wanting to do this because... It just seems fun to just see what we end up saying. Hopefully, it's yeah. nothing stupid. Well, actually, we know it's there's going to be one stupid <laughs> thing that we guys have yeah. to say. But, um, yeah, we just thought it would be fun to kind of see what the Lord wants us to say. So, yeah. yeah. So, in terms of the life updates, um, Maddie, what's your little life update that you got going on, girlfriend? Crazy. <laughs> oh, the reason I say crazy is because it's just like for the past year of my life. Mm. I feel like I've been in a waiting season. Yeah. Well, like more so this past semester, um, which we can touch after. But man, the Lord taught me a lot. But yeah, I um, I accepted a position um, kind of working with my major, which is kind of funny. I know. Um, my major is communications with a minor in marketing. So what I'll be doing is kind of being a coordinator between different ministries and making marketing strategies and communicating through those and um, for their events and just whatever big things that they're, they've got going on. We're just going to try and help their 
their marketing strategies, I guess. And so I'm really excited about it. It's definitely not what I thought I was going to do. Yeah. Um, the Lord just like opened a lot of doors in order for it to happen. And it was just a very, it was pretty clear that I um, should do this. And so I'm yeah. so excited to because I do feel like it is so out of, well, not so out of what we would have pictured for you, but like mm-hmm. a little bit out of what we would have pictured for you. Which shows to me so clearly that it had to be the Lord yeah, to like true. do that because you wouldn't have done that had it been in your will or your power. And so I'm like so excited to see what you learn and do yeah. there because it's very clear to me that like you wouldn't be doing this if not for God putting you there. Yeah. And I just like keep on going back to the fact like so I had two great options. Yeah. They both would have been incredible. And I had always, like, when the Lord called me to full-time ministry, I'd always thought it'd be in this some sort of, like, almost, not pastoral, but, like, shepherding, speaking, Yeah, like leading. a ministerial role. Yeah, and so, um, Which I thought... we can do ministry. <laughs> Amen. I thought that that was what it was going to be right out of college, and I'm not saying that's not what it could be. Honestly, would still love to do that at some yeah. point in my life, but um, the Lord just kind of was like, actually, no, like do something with your major. And so, um, a funny story with that too, my whole life I wanted to be a teacher. And then I got to college, decided to do education. Then just randomly driving back home from Christmas break, my freshman year of college was like, you know what? No, I don't want to be a teacher actually. I'm just going to change my major to communications and then minor marketing because I don't know why. I just feel like I need to do that. And so it's just cool to see like how the, how, God had his hand over that so specifically and strategically, even when I had no idea why I needed to do that or wanted to like be interested in marketing stuff. And so, um, yeah, it's just so cool to see the Lord in that. Yeah, it's super cool. I think it's a very clear pattern of of the timing of when he introduces people and and opportunities and different things like that. So Yeah, and so that means Kayla and I and our other roommate, Christina, will be moving yeah. Um, to a cute little town, so we're excited for that. Yeah, and we're gonna still say roommates, so don't you even worry. Don't guys. you even worry. <laughs> POV will continue. continue. <laughs> I mean, it was gonna continue regardless. Yeah, but we're very excited that we still all get to live together. Um, but yeah, Kayla, you share with us what you're. Yeah. So I actually am fresh out of college as of a week ago. Um, yeah, I'm officially an alumni, which is crazy. Um, and yeah, so I am done with college classes. I finished my finals last week, which is super exciting. And it feels kind of weird and like not real, honestly. Yeah, honestly that's um, funny. I'm like, what do I do with my like time? Like, I'm not worrying. I don't have anything in the back of my mind. Like, mm-hmm. like there's obviously things I need to be doing, especially with my like future job. But right. um, yeah, it's it kind of feels weird. And then I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but I accepted a position at a church in well, a church. Um, <laughs> it's like an hour away from us, and um, I'm super excited about that. I it's a ministry residency position, uh, so it's a fixed term, like one year position that will kind of just teach me some practical skills and give me um, kind of an entry level position and understanding of ministry to. Um, jumpstart me into um, something else uh, whether it be at that church or another church yeah. following that 
And I will be focusing on connections and discipleship, which I'm super excited yeah. about uh, because I, when I was called to ministry, it was never compartmentalized. I didn't feel called to children's. I didn't feel called to youth. And for a long time, I struggled with that being a complete call to ministry. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was waiting on like further clarification from the Lord. Yeah. And I think I've shared somebody just looked me in the face and was like, that is not an incomplete call to ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's when I started looking at, at opportunities that kind of wore more congregational, multi-generational opportunities where I could work with everybody and get to kind of beep boop up around and, and do that. Because I do. I mean, I, lo- I love working with the kids, but I love, you know, I got um, lunch today with um, one of the older women in our church, senior adults in our church, and we talked for two hours about grandkids and politics and... That's so fun. Um, my life and her husband and their marriage and how they were high school like we like you know and I love that just as much as I love like hanging out with the kids on Sunday mornings yeah that's um teaching them about Jesus and singing Jesus loves with them so I think I'm just really excited about the opportunity to work with everybody um but yeah that's kind of me my position is I guess this is a big detail but um (laughs) my position is fully support raised so I am also support raising right now um Everyone pray for her. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I mean, I don't, I think I, like, I wasn't stressed to speak, and then I quite literally went to the bathroom earlier and looked at my, like, dashboard, and I got stressed again. <laughs> so, it's, I think support raising is a constant wave of, like, stress and then non-stress, and stress and then non-stress. Yeah, that's um, fair. And it's a constant, again, like, choice to say, God, you, you, you keep opening these doors, and you keep pushing me through them, so... You know, who am I to say, no, I'm going to close this one and tap Mm. out. And so, yeah, but it's definitely been interesting. And, yeah. That's good. How's it been? I mean, you said it's been challenging. What's been the most challenging part? I think the most challenging part is that there's only so much of it that's in my control. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, I can meet with people and I can ask them to partner with me in ministry. And I can, you know, share this whole vision of what that looks like. But at the end of the day, like, they are the ones who have to desire to do it, to have Mm -hmm. to desire and, like, have the conviction to to partner in some way. And then they have to follow through on it. It's not, like, honestly, that's been the hardest part is to, like, get people to actually sign up. Because people are like, yeah, I want to support you. And then I send them the link. And then I don't hear from them for, like, weeks. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be annoying, but, like, <laughs> I really need to see those numbers to, like, yeah. know what I need to be doing from here on out. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's, that's been the hard part, is there's only so much of it that I can do, mm-hmm. and once I've done my part, it's kind of just, like, waiting on, yeah. on them, um, which has been difficult. Yeah, that's but, fair. Yeah. I feel like you will learn, and I'm sure you already have, like, so much through it, by just truly handing it over to Jesus. I mean, like, what you said, like, he has gotten me to this point already. So, he's if he wants me to be a resident here, like, he's going to get me through this. Yeah, absolutely. Point, so, And I think, like, originally I was looking at a different residency program that was going to be a lot more for me to support raise. And so, I had prepared my heart with a pretty high number in mind yeah. of what I was going to be kind of having to raise but the timing shrunk significantly when that opportunity um kind of didn't work out 
and I had to then shift gears and go through another whole process of interviewing and all that stuff and training and all that stuff. And so, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a little stressful, but you kind of just have to do your part and trust that the Lord will do the rest. Um, yeah. It's just like, it's just like opening up the word every morning and trusting that God will speak to you through it. Mm. Um, I literally journaled about that today. Really? Yeah. What did you I was say? Like, well, I just was like, I'm tired of like opening up the word and just closing it again. Like I want it to like mm. transform my life and like, I don't want, it's a waste of time for me to open my Bible if I'm not going to let it transform my life. And so just praying for a softened heart um, when reading and truly acknowledging that this is like powerful and this is the word of God and that um, I shouldn't take this lightly. I should obey it, first of all, but also know that I like because it is living and active, it actually will transform my life. I just think I have my biggest problem with a lot of things um, is like knowing that. God is like knowing a bunch of things about God and that he's true and good and trustworthy and stuff, but not letting my heart be able to connect with that. Yeah. And so totally get that. So like when I read and I'm not like feeling it, I'm like, all right, <laughs> but that's yeah. not how, what do you think the disconnect is there? Like, what do you think the reason is that it's so hard for believers, even in like just the States, right? Cause you hear about mm-hmm. believers that are overseas and their head is connected to their heart. Like, yeah. and, and I'm sure there's times where it's not, right? And and their knowledge of God isn't always, in, like, they're not always feeling the way that they know God to be or who God is. But, I mean, you just hear how they know God and, and they know maybe even less than we would know about God. Mm-hmm. And their heart is changed. Yeah. That's like, what do you think the the disconnect here is? I mean, the main two things that I think of is broken relationships. For me, I have trust issues and like commitment so issues because of broken relationships like here on earth. Um, and sometimes I let that bleed into my relationship with God, even though I know he's the perfect father and the perfect um, provider and will has been faithful back then, will continue to be faithful now, but... Sometimes I let that bleed into it. But then also just maybe the amount of distractions we have in America and in our society of our phones right next to us. So if we get a text during our quiet time, we'll quickly respond to that. So we quench the spirit in that time to let him move during our our quiet time. And yeah, yeah. if you don't put your phone on do not disturb for quiet time, try it. It changes the game. Honestly, just throw it out of the room. Yeah. And I, I'm telling this to myself at this point because... We think we're, like, so popular and so needed, but, like, really, really can get back to these people in 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I also, like, going back to the question that I asked you, think that it goes back to, what is it, like, Romans 7, of like, the body of the the soul and the flesh or the spirit and the flesh of how, mm-hmm. um, like, why do I do the things that I don't want to do, do yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, of, like, you can... You can know the things, but because we live in this fleshly body. Also, if you hear like a rumbling, it is kind of like raining where we're having a thunderstorm right now. Just like know that it's not my stomach, it's not Maddie's stomach. It is. It probably is a mixture, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the sky. Um, The Lord be talking, am I right? The Lord be moving in multiple ways. (laughs) So yeah, but anyway, 
going back to that, it's just hard to to fully have those things in connection because we have sinful bodies. Yeah, they that's won't good. be fully connected. It all roots back until, yeah. to sin. <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> I knew we were gonna get to a point where we were just like. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to talk about? Like, um, any questions you have? We can cut all these nails off now. So. Let's see. What, like, okay, what has God taught you this past semester? Like, if one takeaway, or it can even be year, or it can even be month. Like, just what has God taught you? Okay, I have different answers for semester. Do whatever you feel led to do. Semester, the Christian faith isn't easy, but it's worth it. Mm. Um, That'll preach. Like, genuinely, with all the spiritual warfare. I mean, I've mentioned this before, but I have been through some really difficult spiritual warfare with just like intrusive thoughts and like waking up at 3 a.m. and thinking there's a demon in my room and like like Mm -hmm. genuinely like not like being convinced that there is and like I just like can't like function um and then like I'll hear a noise and think that it's like a demon like demon screaming in my house and I'm like like I literally called you one day like bawling crying like thinking that there was like demons dancing on our roof or just different things that I was just this just been really hard year Mm -hmm. um but even semester and even just in doubt like questioning my faith questioning my salvation um struggling with thoughts that I, I never thought I would struggle with um but through all of that I've learned that faith is a choice yeah right like it it's not something that you just get from your parents Mm. Um, it's not something that you just, you know, casually pick up. You don't drift towards holiness, right? And so through that, I've learned that you have to choose and there will come a time in your life when you have to choose to love God and to believe in him, even when you don't feel like it. And I think I've just been really leaning into the fact that God sees me and understands me and all of that too. Like God Mm. doesn't just ask for a relationship with you when you believe in him. Mm. He asks for a relationship with you when you don't too. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's really beautiful. And I think that the fact that we can come and confess, hey God, I don't really believe in you very much today. Mm. And God honors that. like, yeah. And God then shows us that there's reason to believe is freeing yeah. and needs to be talked about more. Yeah, um, that's fair. And... Yeah, so I'd say that for my semester. That's a really long answer. No, that's Um, good, though. I love that. But my month, I've been reading Acts, and I haven't read Acts before, and so um, it's been really good. But there's a verse in Acts. It's in Acts 4. Uh, Sorry if you can hear my Bible flipping, because that's just the reality of the situation for today's podcast. Um, But... It's in Acts 4, and it says, it's right after Peter and John get arrested, and then immediately they go back out and preach the gospel again. Um, And then the Jewish leadership is, like, livid. And so, verse 13 of Acts 4 says, When they observed the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and recognized that they had been Jesus. And... I was sitting there, and it's it, it, it. The verse says that that the reason that the religious leaders believed that they had been with Jesus is because of their boldness, 
and I was thinking about the word boldness and I was thinking like, okay, where does boldness come from, right? And I, in my head, thought boldness comes from confidence. And then I was like, does it? Like, mm. does it? Um, and I said, okay, let me flip this around, right? Like, what if, con- what if boldness comes first and through boldness, confidence is grown? Mm. Um, and then I looked up the definition of boldness and it said something about like... Um, being brave and taking risks and then so taking a risk implies that you don't have full confidence in the outcome Mm -hmm. which means that boldness would have to come first and I was like okay so maybe the reason that I've been struggling to have so much confidence in the Lord for the last year is because I haven't been bold for him in the last Mm -hmm. year yeah um and and so just the Lord convicting me that I need to like be genuinely bold and not my definition of bold but scripture's definition of bold Mm -hmm. which looks a lot different yeah, that's good. So, yeah. What about you? Dang, no one... I feel like I can't even top that. I mean, I can, but... Uh, yeah, well, I feel like that's good to know before I move on of, like, we often think that we just know better. For example, mm. like, even... But I just think we know that, like, God's ways are better than our ways, right? But, like, we still choose a lot of, like, smaller areas in our life and, like, choose to have control over that and so when you said that I was like dang like we still choose like oh yeah this was bold by uh being saying hi to someone it's like okay yes like small steps if if that's actually genuinely bold for you but like what does it look like to be bold and sharing the gospel and what does it look like to be bold and praying for people and doing all that so yeah that's good no that's that's what I was convicted of is because I was like trying to think of the boldest thing that I did and it was like telling the truth to a christian friend mm. which like sure that, that is hard sure there's yeah. risk in that but yeah. at the end of the day if they truly have christ in them then christ will reconcile to them them to that same view um if it's truly from him and so where's the actual boldness in that right like where's the actual risk associated in talking to someone who has the spirit you know and it's like i i think like sometimes we we create the risk in our heads to justify it as though um it's riskier than it actually is mm-hmm. um and it yeah. stops and we and we use it to stop us from doing things for yeah. the Lord. kind of like i mentioned um earlier this whole i guess semester yeah, yeah. more so intensely um have really just been waiting on an answer And it was kind of funny because I don't think I've ever had to wait for anything in my life, which sounds like the most, like, privileged thing I could say. But, um, yeah, I felt like the Lord really was humbling me and reminding me that um, I don't always have to know and always have to have control over a situation. Mm. Um, And I feel like that is my natural instinct is to just control everything in my life because I'm like well if I if no one can do it I'm gonna do it Mm. um and so but I often forget that God's ways are way better than mine um I'm trying to find a verse okay it was Isaiah 58 I read this like probably a month or two ago and it was right before um I had any answers on like what my job situation would look like and it's 
Isaiah 58, 11, it says, The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Um, and when I read that, I could you not literally start crying. Like, I don't know what it was, but something overtook me. But um, the whole semester, I, like, had dealt with a lot of, I guess, mental health, but, like, just a lot of anxiety yeah. um, that would lead to, like, sadness or laziness or not wanting, like, lack of motivation to do anything. And that really took me for surprise because I just have never really dealt with anxiety in that way. Kind of like a not It wasn't even crippling. That's extreme. But, like, just in a way that, like, made me not want to do anything. And so with the anxiety but with also the unknown hearing this verse and like kind of sitting on it and meditating on it the lord was just like i'm gonna get you through it and just reminded me it also the verse of um come to me all who are weary and heavy burden i will give you rest like that's the classic verse too what he's kind of been teaching me as well but also just the idea of like the same god who brought you through this trial is going to be the same god who brings you to through this trial um because he's faithful and so i guess that's the overall theme of that yeah and i kind of already shared with the lord i feel like so i read isaiah for a really long time and i just finished it and i'll say it was really hard for me to get through um but i do think it was partly because i was reading it um, and having a hard time, like, truly letting it change my life. Yeah. And so, even, like, for example, even today, I was like, Lord, I want, I want to read the Bible and let it change my life. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that verse, the come to me all who are, um, heavy burdened or weary or or whatever. <laughs> Not me like Weary paraphrasing. Yeah, me yeah. paraphrasing. Um the whole book, Gentle and Lowly, is centered around that. Verse. Oh yeah. And if it's... you've never read Gentle and Lowly, please do it. It's by Dane Ortlinberg. Yes. Wait. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Not Berg. I think it's just Dane, Dane Ortland. Oh, okay, yeah. Dane Ortlinberg. <laughs> I don't know. I like to rant throughout random names. <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm almost positive it's just Ortland. It's probably but not. yeah. Um, and then when you read me that verse, I was like, oh yeah, that's our women's ministry verse for our, yes. uh, church, which is super cool. And I just loved how it says like the Lord will guide you continually. Like not just yesterday, not just today. Oh, also the idea that God's going to give you everything you need today. And like for me not to have to like worry about tomorrow because to tomorrow's enough worries within itself whatever that verse is not whatever Matthew, Matthew 6 but yeah. just that like he's gonna give you what you need today yeah and that's like what I need to keep my eyes on and focus on Jesus today and tomorrow he's still gonna be good you know yeah no it's it seems so simple that God loves us and that God is good but if we don't grasp that, it changes the way that you look at faith. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't have a solid understanding of of God's goodness and God's love for you, then you're going to be really struggling in, like, workspace faith yeah. and legalism and just those kinds of things. Because 
the end of the day, we can't do this life without God's love and God's grace. Yeah. And his goodness. And so Were you the other one or not were the other the other day, didn't you say I guess this wasn't the other day, words. Didn't you say at one time how like you felt like God was teaching you to start praying how to love him more instead of how to trust him more? No, it wasn't that. No. Yes, I was okay. the person, but that's not what I said. Well, yes, sorry. Good. Yes. Yes and no. Um, so let me clarify. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what like how I got this. I think I'm also just like I am someone who values knowledge. Um but I've been praying for years, like in my prayers, and I, and it's not like it's not like a it, almost an intentional thing. It's just kind of like a habitual thing of like God, let me know you more. Yeah, let me know you more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just something that like I would pray all, you know, I'll pray whatever else we would repent and and give thanks and ask for you know provision or whatever else it was, and then I would say, God, I love you, Lord. I pray that you would let me know you more. And that's mm-hmm. how I'm kind of in my prayers. And I remember talking to my counselor about that. This was this semester. And she was like, why don't, why, like, why do you say that? And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I just think like, I, like, in knowing God more insinuates that you're closer to him. Mm. Um, and she was like, okay, yeah, like, I could see that. And she was like, what about like, like, have you, like, have you prayed like God help me to love you more? Mm-hmm. And I was like. No, I haven't prayed that. And, oh my God. and I just remember thinking, like, that's that seems so simple. Yeah. But it was something I was missing. And then I, like, the juxtaposition of knowledge of God and love for God and what I'd been praying for and seeing in my life, I was, like, had this epiphany of, like, well, no wonder, like, I yeah. feel confident in my knowledge of God, maybe not in my love of God, because for mm. the past four years, I've been praying to know God, not to love him. Dang, and, that's good. Yeah, and so, pray to love God, because it's a simple thing that changes your life. Yeah, because I think, like, the basis, you need to know who you love. Sure, yes. Sure, yeah, you love, you need to know that, but... If you're just getting to know someone and not having the love there, then it's like, what? what's the whole point? Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's, it, again, it lends from from the, like, religion to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I know that seems so basic. Like, all this stuff seems so basic, but it's basic for a reason because you yeah. can't you can't work up from any of these things without these things. Yeah. Um, and, like... There's a there's a tenderness, there's a relational aspect to loving God that sometimes there isn't in in just the knowledge side. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's good. Look at this. It's like 30 minutes. We had nothing planned. We really did not plan anything. God said, here you go. <laughs> but well, we hope you enjoyed. We'll probably do more of these, honestly. Yeah. Um, I guess keep us updated if you like them. Yeah, let us know what you thought of this because we... We have no idea if it's actually entertaining for someone to listen to or if it's truly just Kayla and I living in our own little world. Yeah. Which honestly is that. But maybe people do like to be a part of it. So we'll see. But anyway, hasta la vista. (laughs) Tyler's face. (laughs) Okay. Well, we will see you guys next week. Um, Yeah. Bye. Bye.